Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On Giddy Up, it's time for the Midweek Masterclass with the Mailbag Team. Welcome back to Giddy Up. Time to find you a winner with this popular part of the show here on Giddy Up, which is the Midweek Masterclass. The idea here is to find some early value with some of the markets ahead of a metropolitan meeting around the country. So we've got Sale in Victoria, Mount Gambier in South Australia, Warwick Farm in Sydney, and Northam in WA. And then, of course, we're racing at Ipswich on a Wednesday there in Queensland. But Mitch Lewis joins us to go through this meeting at Sale and Mount Gambier. I've done the form last night for Sale too, so I'm looking forward to see if we can swap some notes here with Mitchie Lewis and come up with the plan and find a few winners. Mitchie, hello to you. Hello, Gareth. It's a bit interesting. You and me have aligned in the last few weeks, so we might, I'd like to see if we line again here. Hopefully. Have we, have we, have we had much success? I don't know. Um, I think we've been going okay. So we'll We've been going pretty good. We've yep. been going good on the midweek masterclass. The last yep. few weeks we've found the overs and, yeah. Well, well, not not last week when they were both scratched with the weather, was it? No, no, that's that's yeah, that's right. Last week we didn't have any luck because they didn't run. I'm keen on one here. Um, so if I've got two hundred dollars to spend, I'm having a hundred dollars on race four, horse number ten, Dulcet for Chris Waller. Loved his effort there the other day at Bendigo. In fact, I just think he's better than these horses. Yeah, I've got him on top in that race. So. I used the midweek masterclass to look for the overs, but they beat me to him. So I think he'll probably he'd probably end up in the best bets tomorrow, Gareth. But um, they certainly found him before I did. Yeah, I think he wins. And I I've, I really like this galloper um, in race five or seven, an extreme choice filly, and trained by the course. I couldn't believe that she paid ten dollars at Benalla on her home track there the other day when she came from last on Benalla Cup Day. I think she's got a turn of foot. She gets a low gate, so she should get a lovely run just off them. The big spacious straight there at sale should suit her. I think she's got a bit on these red dates. I think she'll be winning race five. Your thoughts there? This is where we just sort of cross paths a little bit. So I, I sort of was keen to have a little play on number two. She's pretty rich in that race. I, yep. I like the form for her in her last prep. So if you look at her record, she's had 14 starts and only won one of them. But she's going around in handicap and listed races at Flemington and Caulfield last prep. I think this is fairly easier for her and in a bit of a similar vein to you. I think there's going to be a hot tempo and she'll be back. So with the big long straight, I thought she'd get a good run in. Track's currently wet. I thought if it holds around that wet form, um, she can handle that too. So she was going to be a little play for mine. I was going to have $60 on her to start. Okay, just with red dates, I thought she was good there on Debut behind Legacies, and she hasn't lived up to expectations. To be honest, I don't think she's been given too many good rides this prep, Legacies. Um, and then after that, she was behind Shalight. She was beaten, what, just under four lengths on that occasion. And then she had no luck, my horse, the other day at Bendigo, and she drew wide and... Um, was a forget run, but second up, I think she showed her class. I know this is tougher, um, but we might have the Quinella there. And then in that last race, I'm keen on the favourite Cadmus 
former European galloper, had one start in Australia. I don't think it was a disgraced, disgraced. It's got some good European form lines. Um, first up, it's had some backing. It ticks a lot of boxes for mine. I don't think it's an overly strong race, that last race at sale. No, so now we've now we're certainly crossing paths. I'm pretty keen on um, number ten. Hesitate at the each way quote. So I was going to have a hundred to place, and my other forty on the hesitate to win. I was sort of willing to risk Cadmus first up, sixty-one kilos. Not really known as a first up runner. I, I thought he'd probably improve the deeper he gets into his prep. So I was kind of willing to risk him, and I sort of thought Craig knew it on hesitate. His last two runs have been quite good up to a good trip, I sort of thought, might sort of push forwards, take a hold of that race. All right, then. So it looks like I'm in trouble there, but you've got to be in it to win it. Um, well, that was an each-way play from me, though, mind you, Gary. Okay. So we, we could have another Quinella or Exacta there. If you win, and I play, so I still make a profit, Beautiful. small profit. All right, then. Let's hope we both win then. Now, at Mount Gambia, this is, this is your bread and butter. Um, yeah. On your home track, yeah. you'd be hard to beat here. We had a chat to... A handy meeting, Gareth. Yeah, Paul Pruska. To, yeah, Paul Pruska. Um, he gave us a couple of good pushes. Um, one, I heard him talk, and one of them is my early play. So the, in South Australia, we don't have the odds yeah. yet, and I'm looking for the ones they're going to back, and he's mentioned one that yeah, I think they will. Just hold on. I've been trying to get onto this fella for ages. It's Simon Millery. Um, Hey, Simon, I'm just on air here on Giddy Up. We're live on air. I thought you would listen to the show. It's 9.42. I'll give you a call back in the ad, but that'd be great if you could come in tomorrow. Um, 8 o'clock. Is that confirmed? Yep. All right, then. Beautiful. I'll ring you back in the ad, but I'll confirm it for the debate. That'd be great. Live in the studio. I'll announce it right now. Thanks, Fat Si. There we go. I had to get on to Simon Miller because he's coming into the studio, so it's confirmed. He, he'll be in here for the debate. So there you go. Well, you could, he's, he's a bit got the rock star status. Of the he show, has. He? So you he can has. do whatever you want. You, you can call blokes when they're on air and do anything well, like that. Well, so. he's so difficult to get on to these days. He always rings me when I'm, I can't get on to him. I think he deliberately does it knowing I'm on air that I wouldn't answer. Um, but <laughs> I think he's coming over for dinner tonight for a family dinner. So... I had to, I had to get him. Otherwise, um, he gets booked. You know what I mean. So I apologise for that. But this is live radio here. This is what we do here on Giddy Up. Well, where where were we then? Oh, so we were at Mount Gambia. Yeah, we were talking about Pruska's runner that I'm keen on as well. Race four, number two, Handshake. I think they'll back this horse. Um, he's been in good form recently. He had a spin around two starts back here in Mount Gambia on a heavy track, and he was well supported that day. Um, I just think his form stacks up against some of these. Beautiful. So hopefully we, as soon as they open up the markets with Bet365, it looks like we've got a pounce there with Handshake. What else are we doing? So this one, I'm a little unsure on what the market's going to do with him. He can be a little bit of a drifter, Gareth, but I've had some, yeah, I've, I've sort of chatted to a few people and I think this horse is ready to win. Race Race seven, number three, Detnor. So he was really good last start here in the Mount in a BM66 behind Magnetic Prince. So they came and they smashed Magnetic Prince that day. Um, another extra few steps and Detnor would have had him. Uh, I know the stable have been chasing a BM64 over the 1,400 metres here for quite a while now, and they finally got their wish. So I reckon he's ready to go. Campbell Rewilla in. He'll definitely be able to shake him up over the line. So I'm just not 100% sure what the market will do with him. I, I think you'll get a little bit of odds because um, Joe's Giggle runs well here as well for Tom Dabernick. So I'm not 
sure Detnor's an early play, but he's going to be a play. All right, then. So, Handshake and Detnor, race four, number two, race seven, number three. They're the only two there at Mount Gambier? Yeah, we'll, we'll keep a few cards close to our chest for tomorrow so people come back and listen to me. But it's a, it's a pretty handy meeting there at Mount Gambier for a Wednesday. They've got a... Um, They've got one of the country that in South Australia we've got the sort of series heats that's about to kick off, and they've got a okay. country sprint one tomorrow. Oh, so, beautiful! Um, couple of good races there. We might see if we can get Wayne Walters on tomorrow. Try our luck. Oh, I, I can ask him if you All want, right, but I'll be better chance of getting Kate. All right, then ask him for us. That can be our oh, goal. No. no, go ask I'll tell him. You, I, I'll ask him. I'll tell, I can tell you what he'll say right now, but I can't probably say it on radio. Well, I'll bring him up live on air, and we'll see what what happens. That'll be interesting. Oh, okay. You, you we'll and Ricky a... and Gareth, we might both be looking for new gigs next week. Ah, that's good fun. It's um, living living on the edge. Thanks for that, Mitch. No, thank you. You have a good day, mate. I'll chat to you tomorrow. Same, same to you. Mark Roden joins us. Good enough meeting, I think, at Warwick Farm, I would imagine. Hello to you, Mark. Uh, hello, Gareth. How are you? Good, thank you, mate. Um, I've got one for you tomorrow at Warwick Farm. Okay. Um, you'll probably laugh at me, and a lot of our listeners will be abusing me on the text message after I mention this horse because he did burn us the other day. But surely Yasuki with some pace up front with that low gate with McDonald should be winning race five. Surely it's oh. the right type of um, profile for that horse on, on, on Wednesday afternoon. He just sits off them, strong tempo, and goes Wooshka. If he doesn't win tomorrow, then put him on the online sale. Yeah, I mean, got a, quite a bit in his favour tomorrow. I will admit that. Um, third up, McDonald sticks. Had to sit outside lead last time, which wasn't ideal. To be honest with you, I can't picture this horse going whooshka in anything, yes. but he might get away with it. All right, mate. What else are we doing then? What, what, what are we doing with your staking plan? Uh, yeah, I found a couple later in the day, races six and seven, in fact. So we'll start with race six. We've got a short favourite here in number one, Fall for Cindy. And I can see why. It um, it was very good uh, running on at Rose Hill a couple of Wednesdays ago when runners-on weren't really suited. Uh, it's also third up, I think, now. McDonald gets on. That's why it's favourite. I just think, gee, there's not much better than 225 around. They haven't missed it. And I think she's probably better suited at a touch further than 1,400 now. Um, so just with those little uh, things in mind especially the price. I've looked around her and I've gone for number three, a rail um, who set outside sweet baby boom in a fast pace at Canterbury and weakened, but uh, she's much better at 1400 and she'll definitely be fitter, fitter for that. And if my map's right, I think she might get the lead pretty easy here. I think okay. uh, it had to be zoo and look only and horses like that won't be taking her on. So uh, our Bayless might get control of this race. And I just think with the price differential, they, they actually met back in April at Kensington, these two horses, and Paul yep. Indy won. Aral uh, makes it a bit better off at the weights, and they're back to 1400 That was 1550 So just all that in mind with the price differential. I, I, I want to back this each way, actually. I think with that soft lead, I think she's a really good place bet, and you're getting about 280 the place with uh, the sponsors, I think. So I would have, of our 250 each way, at, uh, I think it's around 9 and $2.80. Yeah, nine fifty we get with bet 365 What about race seven? Yeah, the top one here, Lavish Empire. Oh, just um, wait. Sorry, Mark, if you can hang on. I've got to go to a break, yeah, sure. uh, and then we'll come back and get your final tip here. Um, we'll take a break now. Yeah, welcome back to Giddy Up, Mark Roden. I apologise. I've completely missed time I run today. So what are you backing in the last? You've got a Raleigh, $9.50, bet three, six, five, race six, number three. You've got one in the seventh at Warwick Farm. Yeah, race seven, uh, number one, Lavish Empire. Predicting a good speed here. Pretty even um, 
uh, race this, as the market suggests. But I think Lavish Empire, he was fancied in the Saturday race last time, just got well back and never really took any part in that race. But Dan and class with McDonald on, uh, with the forecast, good speed. I think around $5 is a pretty good bet. So we'll have, what, $100 on both of them or? Yeah, well, yep. 50 each way a row. I, I don't mind the place price on her either. So 50 each way a row in race six and 100 the win, Lavish Empire, race seven. Beautiful, mate. That's all we need to know. Love it. Good luck tomorrow, mate. We appreciate your time. No worries at all, mate. Talk soon. We'll take the 10 o'clock news, and on the other side of it, we'll continue and wrap up this midweek masterclass. Peter Anthony and Chris Nelson to preview Northam and Ipswich, and then we've got uh, Jason Thompson to join us. Of course, he's got Postman Pat in the Million Dollar Chase there on Friday night. Don't go anywhere. This is Giddy Up on this Tuesday morning. Let's quickly go through the other vet news, Northam and Ipswich. Peter Anthony, first of all, in the West has... Looked at Northam. This is the midweek meeting before we get to Ascot. Hallelujah. Finally back on Saturday there in WA. But um, what are you thinking at Northam tomorrow afternoon? Pete, as I say, good morning. Yeah, good morning to you, Gareth. Look, it's the same rail position as what was there on Sunday. And what we've seen with uh, a lot of these rail positions is that, especially over the longer trips, you just have to be finding those wide lines or wide lanes in the straight. Um, it's just clearly the best going. So looking for those horses sitting off and back and... I think in race one, in good order, the seven for uh, Danny Morton and Chris Parnham. Look, it should be able to just map just behind them. I think there's good enough speed. They should be able to set it up. And look, it's late splits there first up were really good. So I think race one, number seven, in good order. There's no markets up yet, but look, I'd be happy taking 350 or so. Beautiful. Is he the only play there? Yeah, that's the only one so far. Yep. There's uh, a lot of debutants in the first four races. So I'm just grinding my way through those. And yeah, as you said, uh, first week back at Ascot. Looking forward to it. Payday, finally. So we'll do all of the homework and we'll have a fair track and usually it races beautifully in the opening day. So looking forward to that, mate. Yes, indeed. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Chris Nelson joins us for a dip switch tomorrow afternoon. Chris, oh, hello to you, mate. Um, do you think we should be backing anything tomorrow? Uh, yeah, look, there's a couple there. Good morning to you, Gareth. Uh, it's a tricky day. There's, there's, it's hard to get a to get a handle on uh, one or two of them and say these are good things. But uh, look, just a couple that look well-placed. Race one, number three, Bandishar. Now, this is uh, this is probably the best race of the day. It's, a, it's it's an average sort of Ipswich meeting where there's a few chances or quite a few chances in most races. And I'm not saying this is any different, but gee, I like the way this one uh, won second start. Uh, that was his first run this time in at Doombin beating Missile One. He, he got back. And there was speed in the race. So that helped him get home over the top of them. But he was so strong to the line. He gets from 1,050 out to 1,200. And Matt Dunn trains. So you've got plenty in your favour there. Matt Dunn's training really well. And Ben Thompson rides. So I don't know any price. No prices up this yet. But I think this will run really well. Race one, number three, Bandishar. And later in the day, we've got one of these 800-metre scampers. Race six, number two, Campite. Very, very speedy mare. She's got a good first up record. She's got a good gait. She races quite okay at Ipswich, and she's got a claim for Jake Malloy. So a lot in her favour there. She should bounce on the lead and prove hard to beat. So at this early stage, they're the two for me, Gareth. All right, Chris. So how do you think this track will play? Uh, Six-metre rail. It might play a little bit leaderish, and we are going to get a pretty fine, well, a pretty fine and warm day. I think we're heading for 30 degrees at Ipswich tomorrow. So it'll be on the better side of good. Uh, the firmer side of good. So we just need to keep an eye on some of those earlier ones, but it may play more towards the uh, front runners. What do you make of Antino in a, a Turak coming up on Saturday? 
Well, I haven't looked at the form yet, and I know it's going to be a, a tough ask, but uh, I'm certainly hoping. I really am hoping uh, he can run well. Uh, his last start win, as I said, was fairly workmanlike, but it's Tony improvement to come but uh it's a pretty hot field there's some pretty good opposition there so hopefully he can draw a gate uh land in a good spot and from there he'll uh, have his chance oh i can't wait to see him take on a horse like amelia's jewel we get to see yeah. how good he is um they've got the king charles there in sydney but that's some mile race now i think the turak especially with amelia's jewel taking on a horse like an antino and then you've got pride of jenny and also a horse like here to shock we had a chat to jd hayes they're going to go awfully quick you would imagine now in a turak so it's going to be a solidly run race, do you think that will suit him as well if it's a strong well, mile? He is versatile. There's no doubt about that. He can settle back. He can settle forward. His barrier will probably dictate that. But, uh, yeah, he can run, run a strong mile. Just just on the races on Saturday. I can't wait till Saturday, Gareth. I'm counting down the uh, sleeps. Oh, it doesn't well, what are those racing we have? Well, hanging out for it. I tell you what, Benny Thompson, we love Benny Thompson. His old man's about to join us, Jason Thompson. He could be winning a million-dollar chase. But that's some racing family. Um, Benny Thompson yes. kicking goals and in Queensland, and then he, he can I, – I reckon the jockey's room, because I know they love the dogs. They'll be annoying him for a tip. What's the old man tipping <laughs> this week? Well, I mean, you've got uh, you've got Benny Thompson, then you've got the Thorntons now. Of course, he yeah. marrying Steph, and, and so that's all joined together now. You've got Damien Thornton, who was originally coming back to Melbourne after a stint here in the winter. He's still here. He hasn't gone back. Jeez, uh, I tell you what, if Jay Thompson head up to Albion Park, he'd dominate there each and every <laughs> – Every Thursday, Monday night. Good on you, Chris Hope. Thanks, Gareth. Have a good day.